Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to Field of Geeks 178. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. And I'm Megan. Hey guys, how's it going? Not too bad. Yes, not too bad at all. Holidays are in full effect. Um, getting colder out there. Yeah, we just had Halloween. That was a, that was a fun episode we did. Um, sorry, Bill, you weren't on it, but uh, you were there in yeah. spirit, let's say. Big shout out to so, Jonah. Uh, Jonah gave us a nice drink recommendation during that show and i i put that yeah. clip out there on its own i've been wanting to try it I i'm gotta gonna f- have to try that myself man um, he's really he is like pretty good connoisseur of you know drink making so um definitely like uh getting his uh, recommendations if you will but i think he's got a, quite a nice bar so <laughs> I'm, I'm a little limited with yeah. mine but um if you're into drinking that is if not uh hey pop's always good you know nice little tea yeah. But yeah, it was it was a fun episode. Steve's commercial, very um, very dark, but it was fun to do. Bill, quickly share uh, you were you were the Joker, huh? For Halloween, I was yes. Um, so Estella, my daughter, uh, she wanted to go as Harley Quinn, and when we went, uh, just real quick here, when we went costume shopping, the Harley Quinn costumes for kids were like cheaply made and they were like 50 bucks right so i was like yeah we're not gonna do that so i kind of piecemealed hers together with like stuff that i thought harley would wear sure and then her mom her mom did her makeup and everything like that so that turned out really good um and then originally she wanted me to do kind of more of a walking phoenix type okay yeah makeup for joker nice and i was like yeah, I'm not that talented with putting on my own makeup. So, <laughs> <laughs> from you think my years of going to the Rocky Horror Picture Show would have oh really uh, <laughs> helped me with that? But um, <laughs> I think it turned out good. Um, I dyed my hair green for it, and I got a lot of compliments. There was the uh, neighborhood that I I take her to every year. Um, they were there's a lot of people that were excited that I dressed up with her. That's cool. And that we did like a theme kind of thing. So I got my own candy too. So nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. And uh, you went as uh, Herman Munster. Herman Munster. That's what. That's Which what Frankenstein, you could do that too. But yeah, my wife and I both dressed up. We usually don't. Well, we, we have kind of before, but not not this much into it like this, this year was. But it was my. Oldest daughter's probably last time trick-or-treating. Um, you know, of course, she can still wear costumes and come with us, but it's just going to be weird when she's 14, I think, to yeah. go up and get candy. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fun. We went all out. Mine was just a mask, but I still had to put, like, eye makeup on. So that was kind of mm-hmm. that was kind of fun. I felt like it was like a an actor, you know, getting prepped. And, of course, I sweat a lot, so my makeup was coming off. But that, that damn eyeliner, my wife put waterproof eyeliner on me, and it took, like, two days to get it off <laughs> my kids See, would just laugh that's at what me I was worried of, that's what i was worried about because i used um well i used just like the cheap makeup the yeah. little makeup kits that you get from uh you know party city or whatever yeah i think 
I think altogether between me and Estella's costumes, I spent fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. But that was like from getting a suit jacket from like Goodwill and getting the makeup and stuff like that. Sure. So I was happy with it. Luckily, everything came out okay. Um, my hair is not permanently neon green, <laughs> so that's yeah. good. There was uh, one guy that went just all out, and it, my God, he had just an awesome setup. It was like a he had like this. He has like one of those huge like staircases going up to his house. Yeah, like the the cement staircases Mm -hmm. and at the top of it he had like a throne like a bone throne kind of thing (laughs) wow he was sitting there as a skeleton like grim reaper kind of thing (laughs) and we thought like you know that's just decoration or whatever and you got to reach for the candy and he's like raw oh so and he had like zombies crawling out of his yard oh my god did your daughter freak out awesome she did she was a little scared about that yeah mine would be terrified She's a little more desensitized because she's watched me uh, record Resident Evil. Yeah, of course. That helps. So yeah. She yeah. got done with it. And of course, she was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I'm like, whatever. You were clinging on to me. <laughs> the entire time. Oh, that's that's fun. I, I regret not dressing up enough when my kids were growing up. So, you know, I, I've got mm-hmm. a 10-year-old and a 9-year-old yes. next. And I uh, hopefully every year find something, especially if I get in better shape. My wife and I could hardly find anything to fit us at the costume shops. And uh, so we were just like, first we were like, they need to have a plus size, you know, store for costumes. Because I think they would, you know, make some good and profit off that. Yeah. Yeah. But then second, we were uh, like, we'll just lose weight and we can just shop like everyone else next year. (laughs) Megan, did you happen to dress up at all or do anything? uh, No, we did not dress up. We just, uh, we didn't even hand out candy. We left it uh, on the front porch. Yeah, we did too. You did too as we left, yeah. Uh, what were your kids dressed as? My youngest is one, so we don't we don't do that un- until you know they're a little bit older and they sure. kind of understand what it is. <laughs> yeah. um, and they can actively participate. But my daughter went as uh, Pikachu. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. And speaking of Halloween, kind of um, related to it, Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out next week. Finally, after all this time, um, super excited, as well as all of you, I'm sure. Very much. We're going to take all the kids to see it. Because this is one of those movies, like, it's definitely worth taking a whole family to. I'm just so happy we're going to get the classic characters back. Like, we wanted, you know, back in 2016, that was just such a wasted opportunity. Did you guys ever see the 2016 remake of Ghostbusters? I I didn't. I have it for free, and I still haven't watched it. Is that because the original is the original, and you just, you don't? Are you in the same boat as me? Yeah. Because... It yeah. was a wasted opportunity. I, if they would have rebooted it, like had a continuation, then I think it would have been more acceptable. I think it's a bunch of shit that, you know, people say, even the cast of that film, like, it, you know, people don't want Ghostbusters to be girls. I think that's BS because that that wasn't really the problem. The problem was they were remaking Ghostbusters, but they were doing it like in a sloppy, impromptu way. And it just wasn't as good as the it original. Was. It was just a wasted opportunity. And I think a lot of people heard that too. Yes. I think a lot of people, because that was the the comments from a lot of people. And so I think that's why, you know, we're getting this version. I mean, I don't know for sure. I don't know when when they decided to go this route. But I do remember that being like, you know, a a common theme. Why couldn't you just carry it on, you know, the next generation down? So. Yeah. Well, it's because the the director had an ego and he was like, I'm just going to do redo it myself. And the studio was like, okay. Yeah stupid i mean what i what i've seen of it is just like 
it's a Saturday Night Live skit. Pretty much, you know, yeah. It's very it's Second City-based. You know, like, yeah, they improv a lot of the script. Yeah, there's there's moments. I took my daughter to see it, and they, yes, there's moments that are enjoyable. There's there's cool characters. Uh, well, Holtzman is a character kind of like Egon. Uh, she stands out a lot, played by Kate McKinnon, and my daughter actually was her for Halloween. That figure you can't really find anywhere unless you're going to pay a lot of money for. But that was really the highlight of that whole movie was that character. It's like if you take that character yeah. out and make her like Egon's daughter or something, very cool. Again, wasted opportunity. But thankfully, Afterlife, I think, is going to course correct dramatically and give us what we want. Of course, you'll have critics of who like the other one say, oh, this, you know, that last one was better or whatever and should have just honored it. But I think that was just kind of a just a sloppy way to take the Ghostbusters name and do your own thing. You know, it wasn't really. Um, yeah, it just. It, yeah, it's so much better to carry on what was established because what was established is so iconic. And mm-hmm. I really am digging every everything I see this film. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep away from they're releasing clips now and I'm like, I want to see the clips, but I, ugh, I don't want to have anything spoiled. You know, they brought back the demon dog. Yeah. A lot of people are going to be like, yeah, they're going back for the first one, but, but it's all connected because the, the town and the mine they uh, spoke of in the first one, that's where they're at. So of course it has to connect to the first one like that. Um, yeah. I think that's really a genius way to, to do it. I think I hope it's going to be great. I'm I'm pretty sure it's, it's definitely going to be better than the 2016. Uh, I'm very excited. Love the cast. I think, and it's really special that Jason Reitman is directing it, who's the son of Ivan Reitman, who directed the first two Ghostbusters. Do you think they're going to have a cool theme song? I think they have released their take on the Ghostbusters theme. It's you know really? a l- little newer version of it. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, I don't know if they'll have their own theme. But I'm sure it'll be good. There's, there's so much pressure, you know. I, I think they're going to really try to honor what was already established and just put a little little new spin on it. They had Bobby Brown for Ghostbusters 2. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> that was interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, I do, Because yeah. Ray Parker Jr. got sued for the original Ghostbusters. I think he got sued by Huey Lewis in the News. It was basically kind of a ripoff of I Want a New Drug. And um, that actually made Huey Lewis interested... I guess he was approached to do the Ghostbusters theme originally, and he turned it down. And so when this all happened, he got the idea like, yeah, maybe I should do soundtracks. And he did Back to the Future. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. So he sued over the Ghostbusters theme and then decided, I'll work with the Back to the Future people. And You want to hear a fun fact? Yeah. I've actually uh, seen Huey Lewis in the news. Really? Good? In person? Yep, at Prairie Meadows. Wow. Because <laughs> that's what happens when they get old and they go to they go to casinos. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's okay. They got good but food, you know. It was. Yeah. It was everything that I wanted it to be. Full band. I mean, not, saxophone, everything. I oh, love, love it. That. Love it. Such Phil Collins vibes, and I never got to see Phil Collins live. Right. So. And yeah, he's not. He's the uh, Genesis is performing now, but it's um, he's like sitting down because he's yeah, he's really so old. It's too bad. I don't know what's going on with him, but he's got some issues. And even Huey Lewis has some issues, I think, too. I think his voice might be going or something, I've heard. Yeah, so Ghostbusters Afterlife, the final trailer was released. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it 
you you got a little reunion glimpse um, at the end of it. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, they cut Ernie Hudson out a little bit, of course. They always fucking do that with him. That's uh, because he wasn't Eddie Murphy. Big history on that. Eddie Murphy was going to be the original Ghostbuster. Ernie Hudson took over. And they cut, like, a lot of his lines because he wasn't, like, the big comedy genius Eddie Murphy was. So, another fun fact there. I still don't think I could have seen Eddie Murphy in that in that role. I don't no. know. It would have been a totally different film because he would have had more lines. Probably. And, yeah, they would have been. I, I think it worked having um, Bill Murray as the comic relief. I think Eddie Murphy would have just chewed the scenery way too much. Yeah, and that was the issue with 2016. They all were goofy. There was really no straight yeah. person. There kind of was in Kristen Wiig, but she was goofy too. And the originals, you had a balance. Like, Ray and Egon were nerds, basically. Vinkman was this anti-nerd, smartass. And he kind of just, like, pushed them to do things, you know, and use their brains to capitalize on, you know, success and stuff. Straight everyday, yeah. Joe looking for a job kind of thing, right? Yeah, because Ghostbusters is it, it. You can it plays as comedy, but it also plays as like kind of a horror film, especially that beginning. Like that's some pretty intense yeah. stuff. And this will be probably, hopefully, it'll capture that same essence with a modern day feel, of course. But yeah, I'm loving everything. The merchandise, there's toys out there now. Um, Ecto Cooler isn't coming to store shelves from what I hear, but they're going to have these promotional events. I doubt we'll get one here in Iowa, maybe, but that's when they'll have it. I have a recipe for you it do. that I've never tried. We got to get a lab and we'll get a camera and yeah, we <laughs> we'll gotta, make some. Oh, man, we need to look, make it look like an episode of Breaking Bad. Like we need to Yes. Have, like I'll shave my head, grow a goatee. Yes. Yep. There we go. Yep, lab coats. Hair, so, no. You always look I'll smart with lab coats Jesse and glasses. Thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that. Steve will be the um, teacher. You know, he'll be the uh, mentor figure. There yeah. we go. Yeah, we'll have to do that because, damn, I was really... 2016, they released a whole shit ton, and now it's gone. So I just put a pipeline to my house. <laughs> exactly. Back to cooler. Here we go. You know, you know I'm like diabetic. That, this is a total segue here, but... You ever seen the movie Mr. Deeds with yes. Adam Sandler? Yes, fruit punch. Where he has the he has the water fountain in his yes. bedroom that has Hawaiian punch. Oh. If I ever get rich enough, I'm going to have one of those with Ecto Cooler in it. I don't care how much money it costs. That's it, man. You get creative. You get creative with your money. That's what I would do. Yep, yeah. I'd replicate some cool sets from movies for my house, and uh, yeah, that's what I would do. Exactly. Once I win the lottery, you know, whenever I decide I'm going to win it, I'll just plan i guess for that time uh just to yeah. let everyone else know out there amc is gonna have this cool popcorn holder that's the ecto one basically opens from the top it's 35 bucks and they're gonna sell fast because a friend of mine works in the theater amc theater and he said like they only have um i think he said they have 30 maybe on hand or 80, maybe he said 80, but he said some people already want three of them. So uh, if you have an AMC theater near you, go out next week, you know, right when it, it premieres, get your damn Ecto-1 if you want it. Because you could just use it at home for anything, really. You put pens in it or <laughs> put your movies in it, put your Ghostbuster films in it. I don't know. I, I could see, like, somebody getting one of those and then, like, years down the road try to sell it on eBay or something. True. Making a mint. True. It. Yeah, that, that is true. I might try to get I would, one. I might let people know. I would probably just preserve it. And then, like, if I ever happen to be at a Comic-Con where 
One yeah. of the actors is there. I'll have them sign it. Here you go. Getting on to um, other things. A lot of news broke yesterday. We had Disney Plus Day. Of course, this is Saturday. We're recording. Uh, you know, Disney Marvel, of course, just took a big dump of uh, on us. <laughs> All their, um, you know, to put it mildly, I guess, um, and immaturely. Uh, yeah, we got X-Men news, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Spider-Man, Marvel, Zombies, Secret Invasion. I mean, it just goes on and on. Of course, Star Wars. Mm -hmm. uh, where would you guys want to start? My biggest excitement of this whole thing is that X-Men 97 is coming yes. back. Or the, the animated series is being continued, finally. Yes. And uh, it's going to have the same team, for the most part, involved. Damn right. Um, I think the only difference will be some of the voice actors yeah but for the most part they got they pretty much got all the voice actors back right uh i hope they go back to kind of the, the better animation quality they had in like the first few seasons oh um, right you got a little cheaper towards like the end the, the la yeah the last season they had a lot of budget cuts and everything oh, like that and it just looked way too cartoony uh the first one the first few seasons looked like comic like a motion comic book almost oh yeah you could remaster yeah. those now they look breathtakingly beautiful i mean they were yeah. colors were great and it ran five years isn't that nuts 92 to 97 that original series that was crazy for a kid's show back then too right I mean, yeah i think i think the only one that surpassed them was the batman animated series i'm excited because the the uh, animated series left on a big cliffhanger with charles xavier being taken aboard a Shi'ar ship and because he was dying from some terminal illness and it kind of left Magneto in charge of the X-Men. So wow. I think, I think that would be very cool to see. And it's going to be set back in, you know, the nineties. So they're not going to be able to solve every problem with, you know, smartphones. Right. Oh, like that, that's know. genius. Even though they did have kind of future, futuristic uh, tech. They did. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, they did have some futuristic tech with like the Blackbird and stuff like that, but but not like um, what you know our phones and stuff. Yeah, that's good. Well, and they the animated series too. They tackled a lot of like for a kids show. They tackled <laughs> yeah. a lot of adult yeah. issues. Like they did. They tackled racism. They tackled religion. They tackled. Yep. You know, pandemics. I mean, <laughs> right? They tackled a whole bunch of stuff in that. Very relatable. That's what was so cool about it is it wasn't just a kid's show where everything's wrapped up in a neat little bow by the end of it. You feel some actual consequences with it. Right. Just like Batman. Um, like those are both yeah. powerful shows. Oh, you know, they really had a lot of realism there. And yeah, After Effects wasn't just yeah. brainless cartoon that sold toys. I mean, maybe later on they got that way because that's how it goes. Usually, you know, you said the budgets yeah. got cut and Batman changed it up a few th a few times you know they got you got into justice league and all kinds of other stuff but yeah this this cartoon this x-men cartoon was my first introduction to the x-men and i got it through pizza hut uh if you bought certain combo you got a x-men tape and so that yeah. was my first introduction yep. that was a great memory i still have the tapes uh, I do too. Wonderful I memory. Locked away somewhere. But, why? Uh, why these places don't do that anymore? It, I don't understand. I, maybe they just didn't really get much money for it. But man, the cross promotions. Even the book, yeah. Even the book it program they had. Right. Because they had that when I was a kid, and I got like Land Before Time, those little yep. plastic puppet things. 
Right, right. So yeah, it'd be cool if somebody did something like that. Episode I, one, uh, you got those cups. Those were cool. Yes. Uh, yeah. What happened, Pizza Hut? Come on. <laughs> wow. Damn you. Uh, yeah, and the things happen, but that's a whole. Other yeah, that's thing. true. Yeah, that's a whole other show. Um, but Sega Genesis game that was huge. That was. Yeah. That introduced me and to Sega. Really, my friend had it. Well, and I think what worked so good too is that it was. They released it right around the time of the X-Men's kind of revival. That's perfect. Yeah, perfect um, timing. Because in the 90s is when Jim Lee took over. You know, he really put the X-Men back on the map. Yeah. For the most part. They've done other animated series with the X-Men, but I don't think it's ever touched the 90s yeah. series. No, it hasn't. Shot. No. I mean, the 2000, was it X-Men Evolution? It was after the film? Evolution. Yeah, Evolution was good, but they try. Yeah, yeah. They tried to do it too much like the film. I think. wasn't the same. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, I get they had to try it. As many consequences, right. interactions and stuff. So. Right. Absolutely. Lots of animated stuff coming out, though. No like shit. Almost almost everything they announced yesterday for Marvel was animated. Yeah. Um, got I Am Groot. I don't know what that... No idea. <laughs> that's gonna. That's probably going to be a little more kid-friendly, I think. You'll um, have to have supporting characters, won't he? Yeah, I mean, you can't just have an entire episode of him going, I I'm Groot. I get old really quick. Um, How funny would that be, though? That would be hilarious. Oh, potheads like would love that show. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Seth like, Rogen uh, would love that show. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, like in uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, where they're doing the Q&A with Groot, he's like, uh, I am Groot. Like, that'd, be, that'd just be hilarious if an entire show was like that. Yeah. And not have Rocket there to translate. Right. Rocket's off-planet. A Spider-Man freshman year. That's cool. Yes. That's going to be pretty cool, too, I think. Um, going to be kind of like a Spider-Man year one, almost. Yeah, we'll get to meet um, Uncle Ben, right? Hopefully. Yeah. I hope they do it justice, because there really hasn't been a decent Spider-Man animated series in a long time. Yeah, I remember um, the uh, CG... Was it? Uh, it was after the first Raimi Spider-Man film. Wasn't MTV had it? I think. And yeah, it was like with Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. And um, what's his name from Nio Two and O? Uh, that does the Sharknado films. Now. Oh, Ivan Zuring. Zuring. Yeah. Know. Ivan. In Zuring. Ivan News. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yes, that guy. Um. Nine oh two. Yeah, guy. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Marvel Zombies is another one that's going to be really cool. Yeah, if they do an adaptation from the comics, that would be awesome. Yeah, do you um, think they'll? Because it's kind of up in the air. Like they don't know if they'll they'll kind of uh, go go off of yeah. how they were introduced with the what if, or just do their own thing. I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping they do their own thing um, because there's well, I mean, granted, there's a lot of characters that they now own, so they could really do it justice. But there's a lot of them they don't. Like mm-hmm. I don't think they own uh, Punisher. or um, oh right. Well, I think they do now, other, don't they? That was Fox. Might, I don't know. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, because um, they did. They did uh, uh, the TV series. I think. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. that's right. Because they took over the Netflix properties, and I think they. Yep. Probably did it from that. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think that would be good if they. They would have to really incorporate a lot of the X Men characters and stuff too, because Magneto, Wolverine, right, Deadpool, even all have big parts in the and they probably comic, so they probably don't want to touch any of that until the mcu introduces them i'm, I'm imagining or uh probably one of the yeah. live action shows 
Not I, sure. What I'm worried about is, a, is that it's going to be a spinoff from What If, and if it is, then I'm just going to be like, eh, okay. Yeah. True. But, yeah, because it's based off an 05 comic written by Robert Kirkman, The Walking Dead fame. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it goes in a lot more depth. Uh, yeah, that would be a wasted opportunity. It would be it would be cool if they included Kirkman in with it. Yeah, know, that would be really gave cool. It, gave it a darker, darker feel, like a Marvel Knights kind of feel. It'd be cool for uh, sure. House of Harkness, like Agatha, House of Harkness. I think yeah, one of them. Um, That's cool. Didn't really get too much. There's a lot of them we didn't really get too much information on right um i'm thinking that's probably going to be more of a prequel kind of series yeah i don't um, know if they can do too much like i wonder if it'll just be like four episodes or something i i don't know well, she's yeah she's currently kind of lobotomized by wanda so right I don't know if she's like gonna get her powers back or maybe tie her in with dormammu or something i don't know i mean that character exists in the comics so yeah there's a lot more storylines they could explore like prior to the wandavision events i imagine or or yeah. how she gets out of the wandavision trance if you will um yeah i love the actress i think she's great um catherine han is that how you say her name yep yeah, she's good. Yeah, she's she really did, good. She did awesome as Agatha Harkness. I yeah. She was perfect for it. I loved how she just played into the first two episodes really strong. You know, how she was fake, you know, and embodying that that character trait that was old shows had, you know, for the, the, the buddy or the neighbor. Yes. You know, um, really yes. was crafty with, with her approach to that. Secret Invasion is another one. I'm excited about that. That looks... Well, you saw Nick Fury's new look, right? Yeah, you saw a couple brief glimpses of it. You saw Nick Fury's new look, and then you saw somebody getting out of the limousine with green skin. Yes. Well, that was uh, She-Hulk. Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. I I think they matched the clips. Unless she could be in Secret Invasion, but that was... I think that was She-Hulk, which was another thing they announced... But yeah, Nick Fury looks like he has a robotic eye now. I don't know. His eye was like glowing blue. So I'm like, what's that all about? Yeah. And the last time we saw him, he was kind of rejuvenated. It was at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. He was on the, he was on a scroll ship, wasn't he? Just yeah, taking in the fake sun, the fake beach holodeck <laughs> atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we got a little glimpse at Ms. Marvel, which, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, sure. not, I'm not a big fan of Kamala Khan. Don't know too much might, about her. Yeah, that might just be from the Avengers game because right. she's super annoying in that. Was but, she? <laughs> um, she's like the ultimate fan girl, pretty much. And then she gets superpowers, and she's even worse. Right. And I did watch um, the movie, like the Avengers game movie, of her getting the yeah. powers and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm not yeah. too familiar. I, I wonder if hers is going to be more kid centric. But I think she's going to be included in the the Marvel's movie, which is going to have Captain Marvel. And then, um, yeah. Um, the other Maria two. Rambo is going to be part of yes. it. And so I can, I can see them putting Kamala Khan in that too, but yeah. What did you think of the She-Hulk trailer? I'm excited for that. Yeah. It's very weird. Like there's fourth wall breaking. Uh, they had the seventies retro of, of uh, Jennifer Walters and uh, Bruce, like they're decked out in seventies attire. And she said the classic Bill Bixby line, don't make me angry. And he looked like a total geek in that picture. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? But yeah, it yeah. looks like he, 
kind of helped her. It looks like a lot of her origin is in that five years, uh, that gap maybe, because it looks like she's a child and he's he's working with her as um, Banner Hulk we got, you know, Professor Hulk, if you yeah. will. Um, so he's like, because I think in the comics, she... I think she's a relative of his, and through a blood transfusion, she's, she gets yeah. Hulk-like powers, but she she still stays like the same uh, mass, you know, like she doesn't get bigger, but her skin is green yeah. and she's very strong. Like she has all the, uh, she has the, yeah, she has a green skin and the strength, but she otherwise she's like functioning human being and she's a lawyer. So I don't know. I We've only seen glimpses of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks cool. They're going to have Tim Roth in it. He, you know, he was the abomination. I'm glad they're bringing him back, working with him. He was in Shang-Chi, of course, if you saw that one. It's very, very brief mm-hmm. scene. Um, but I, I love them bringing back these actors and they get to do more of these, these TV shows. Mark Ruffalo, he's in it. I'm, I'm really excited about, uh, that whole, I hope we get a lot of that interaction, like explanation, if you will. I'm curious yeah. if they actually put makeup on her skin or they CG'd it somehow because it's so hard to pull that off, you know? I, I guess they have yeah. with other characters recently, but it looks good. I'm excited. I don't know much about the character, so I'm, I'm excited to, you know, be introduced to her in a way in, in the show. Um, yeah, I don't know if yeah. it'll constantly break the fourth wall. I don't know if that's her characteristic kind of to... It kind of looked like more of a commercial kind of thing. Yeah, it's true. Um, so I don't, yeah, I don't really know about that. I'm more, I'm more interested to see like the explanation of why, uh, Banner Hulk gets reverted just to Banner. Yes. But there's speculation, I, you know, take it with a grain of salt. It's the internet. <laughs> um, but there's speculation that he like, in order to give her the blood transfusion, he had to revert back to Bruce Banner. Okay. Because the, the needle for the transfusion wouldn't have pierced the. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. So that makes sense. Yeah. We'll kind of see. There's a long ways to go before we get even the first episode of that. I think Moon Knight. Yeah. Oscar Isaac. I'm excited to see him in the MCU. He did. uh, I thought he did great as apocalypse. There's a lot of people who didn't like him. Um, Yeah. He was the highlight of that film, even though he wasn't probably what people wanted out of apocalypse, but (laughs) or the film, but yeah, he was, I, I like him. Uh, he's a tremendous actor. Great actor. Um, yeah. I think he'll do great with the the role. Um, Mark Spector is really kind of a complicated character. Yes. Um, Sounds like it. He's. It's not just a. He's not just a put on the costume, beat up the bad guys kind of character. He's somebody that almost trances out when there's. I don't want to say evil present, but he's somebody that kind of trances out and. Mm-hmm. has to constantly fight with his like temper of his other side like he's a he's a mercenary that gets wounded and he's healed by an egyptian deity and i think that deity uh drain moonlight takes over his body sort of and defeats evil is that how it works kind of or defends yeah, the weak like a it's almost like a ghost rider kind of thing it's kind of cool um, yeah i love the costume so, i mean yeah. from what we've seen oh yeah from what we've seen costume looks <laughs> Costume in the comics has always been one of my favorites. Yeah. And and I'm excited to see another street level hero kind of get a, right. Get their own story. You know, it kind of reminds me of the Netflix MCU. 
Right. Which um, I kind of hope they honor some of that, you know, especially the Daredevil side. I hope we get a Charlie Cox. Um, Maybe he'll be in the new Spider-Man film. I'm not sure. That would be perfect, though, as Peter's attorney. Like, come on. He doesn't even have to be in the costume. Just have him be the attorney. That's all we need. I think that's all we need. But Ethan Hawke's going to be the villain. They haven't. I don't think they've really explained what what villain he's going to be yet. I mean, this is top notch. You know, these actors. This yeah. This has to be good. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. um, it's all about the writing, of course. You know, this phase Marvel's in. I don't think the writing's quite been that great, but uh, the stars have helped. I think, except you know, these new stories and there's a lot of good moments. Let's say, but yeah, they're they're definitely expanding a lot and taking taking more risks. It seems. And perhaps learning from, you know, missteps as they go. But it's all right. They've, I mean, they've been winning for so long. So it's, you know, there's a lot to yeah. try. We're, we're definitely not going to be bored for the no. next couple of years. No, there's, there's so much content out there. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, whether or not you need to catch these shows to know what's going on in the films, that'll, you know, that'll be tested. Yeah, moving into Star Wars, uh, looks like. Patty Jenkins, uh, she was going to do a Rogue Squadron, I believe, and that's been on hold, put on hold because of her schedule. She's going to do Wonder Woman three, and I think something else. So, I hope we, I hope we get that film. Uh, uh, I think she would really do. I'd really like to see a Top Gun esque type of Star Wars film. You know, with the I would love that. Yeah. That would be really cool, and I was excited when she announced it. So um, I don't know what's going on really. Uh, they say scheduling, but. You know, why why ramp it up and then take it away, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. But the, the plus side is we got uh, a Boba Fett trailer, the book of Boba Fett. It premieres um, December 29th. So we'll get Mandalorian season three after, I believe. Or actually, shit, I don't know. Because uh, we got Ahsoka, right? Ashoka and um, shit, what else is coming out? Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh yeah hayden christensen's gonna be a busy guy he's in two shows isn't that crazy he's yeah. gonna that's nuts um i hated that everybody always hated on him i just thought yeah. he got shitty dialogue you know i, I, I didn't think he was a bad actor <laughs> no not at all he's he's an awesome actor and oh, good. i think what's uh what's interesting too is that uh they did kind of, I don't know if it's on Disney Plus, I'm sure it's like out there on YouTube or something like that, but they did an interview with Ewan McGregor, and he said like how much he's excited to be back in the Star Wars and back working with Hayden and to see him in the like, you know, iconic Darth Vader outfit and everything like that. And one of the comments he made was, this time he promises the dialogue's going to be better. <laughs> George is like, fuck you. you. I never thought the dialogue was all that bad. I really didn't think it was terrible. I mean, there, there were really good pieces and I guess there was kind of like a, so, but overall, I mean, some of the lines I even say today, I have seen videos where people really harp on the dialogue between the two of them, but I thought it was great and I will still think it's great. And that's okay. That's totally fine. You know, there's aspects about the prequels I do like. Um, that I even think were better than the recent trilogy we got. Uh, at least they had a plan. The recent trilogy just kind of went everywhere because mm-hmm. they didn't have a plan, which is a mistake. Oh, just the ending of that whole 
series was disappointing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was dumb. It made no sense. And, uh, what a, what a, what a fail, especially when you didn't have, you could have put all the old characters together, at least in that first one. Cause you know, we yeah. didn't know Carrie was going to pass and it just sucks. So waste yeah. opportunity. You had all those damn actors. You could have, and I, I would have loved finally when we got to see Luke kick some ass, you know, that was, that was like, that's what we wanted. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Give us what we want. Yeah. yeah. I think they kind of redeem themselves a little bit with the end of Mandalorian season two. Well, these shows in general, they're redeeming themselves, I think, you know, cause they get, they get yeah. time to expand on things. And yeah, I think we're going to have people didn't like Hayden Christensen. I think they're going to like him after this. Cause I'm sure what they've got cooked up too. is going to be great. I mean, he's got two, he's going to be appearing in two shows. Um, now it's going to be really interesting how they show him. Because, you know, he's an actor. He's not going to be want, want to be in a suit all the time. So how are they going? Are we just going to see him in his chamber? And then there'll be like a stunt dude the rest of the time. Or like a Tony Stark effect where you see inside his helmet, you know, his perspective. I don't know. That's going to be really I interesting. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's actually going to be in the suit. Right. Like doing the stunts and stuff like that. Unless he's like falling off a building. But <laughs> yeah. I think he's actually going to be the one wielding the lightsaber and swinging it around. Right. And he did that in the third, the that. third episode. Uh, I just wonder like uh, how to give him more screen time. Get, yeah. I just hope we get more of rogue one, Darth Vader. Yes. Like, where he's actually like choking people and throwing them around and like right. being a badass and not just like slowly hitting Obi-Wan's lightsaber. Exactly. Yeah. And that movie should have ended just like that. <clears throat> Don't show us the yeah. CGI Princess Leia. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that would have just been a cool moment just to end like that. But that was that was badass. But it is in the same respect, though. It is cool how they can sort of bring people back to life that way. Right. I, I haven't mean, quite they, they cracked it, with, it, but yeah, I get you. They did it with Peter Cushing. I mean, yeah. they did a decent, decent job with him. I thought the Leia one looked way better. Mm-hmm. Probably because they had more time to work on it. Perhaps, yeah. But if you can really, if you can really perfect that craft without it torpedoing your entire budget, mm-hmm. then I think that would work great. But sure, we'll sure. see. I mean, you don't need to bring everybody back from the dead. No, for sure. And uh, yeah, the the Boba Fett series looks great. I'm excited uh, for that. Um, yeah, uh, just basically expanding upon what we saw at the end of you know Mandalorian season two. Uh, looks mm-hmm. like he wants to rule with respect, not fear, like Jabba did. So it's really cool to see these old sets he's in, you know, the Jabba's palace and stuff and the tech used. And, yeah, I'm really super excited about uh, about the show. I, I think it's going to be really cool. I don't have a problem with the new armor look. You know, he's older man. He's been through shit. He just wanted to, you know redo the armor a little bit so i know a lot of people are like oh but you know the armor never was like a crisp look it always was worn out and he's not really a oh yeah he's not really a mandalorian he's just kind of like a not an imposter but you know it's his dad's cost is his dad's suit right i think yeah yeah so he just kind of uh yeah just puts it on and kicks ass so yeah really excited about that that looks really cool get into the uh rust 
news. Yes. Yes, we haven't tackled that and um, meant to last episode, but just still don't know everything that's going on. But, um, you know, Bill here is uh, more of a weapons expert, I think, than me and Megan. I don't have a gun or never worked a gun. Um, What what are your thoughts on this, Bill, when you first heard this? So, first of all, it it very much saddens me Mm -hmm. for um, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Because I think, like, beyond anything, I think he feels tremendous guilt for this whole thing. And I don't think it, at any point that anybody should be attacking him or canceling him over this or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because, unfortunately, accidents do happen. Yep. That being said, this very greatly could have been prevented. Yes. Um it's still, you know, it's still ongoing investigation and everything like that. So anything that I say is kind of, you know, could have a different outcome or anything like that. Right. We but, don't know all the facts, but just based off what we've heard and think ourselves. The the thing that was ingrained in my head from day one since I joined the Army was treat every weapon like it's loaded. Even mm-hmm. if you know for sure that it's not, treat it like it's loaded. Don't point it at anything you don't want to die. Right. And unfortunately, this reminded me a lot of the situation with Brandon Lee. Yes. Instead of the crow. Yeah. Um, it's a tragic situation for sure. And somebody was at fault. That's that's very clear. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that. Um, for one, I don't think Alec Baldwin should be canceled over it. And for no. two, I think that, you know, the the court of public opinion, so to speak, should kind of keep themselves on this one. Yeah. And stop labeling him as a, a murderer. Like, you know, he killed her. Some people think he like intentionally did it. Like, come the fuck on. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your opinion is on the man, he is damaged for life from this. And of course that ripple effect oh, happens to everyone who was hurt and probably around that set who saw it happen. And, uh, yeah. even the armorer who could possibly be at fault because I guess she's been kind of reckless. She was, a a daughter of a well-known armorer. And I guess she's kind of been a little careless. They had live ammunition and fake ammunition, like mixed up supposedly the fire. That, yeah. Yeah. The firearm. That's the biggest used. thing that I heard. Yeah. About that is that they had it mixed together, and that's very, very dangerous. <laughs> Just stupid. Like, I mean, it's. I'm I'm going off of my experiences sure. with handling like a M16 or M4, or whatever you want to call it now. Um, blank ammunition and live ammunition looks very different. Whether that's the case for what they use in Hollywood for these props or whatever, I don't know. It was like a revolver kind of. Yeah, it was actually a um, an old revolver that was just used for target practicing before they were shooting those scenes, I guess, that afternoon. Someone was okay. using it for target practicing. So the, the point I'm trying to make, I guess, with that, I don't know if the blank ammunition looks different from the live ammunition. I would assume it does, mm-hmm. just based on experience. But having them mixed in together, like just poured out on a table or something, that's really stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's gross, gross negligence right there, you know, and, and not only that, but, you know, I mean, it's going to have lasting effects on Hollywood. I think even Dwayne Johnson has come out and said that in his, in his movie, he's going to not have any real guns whatsoever. 
you know, do it with CGI or something like that to simulate the actual firing of the weapons. Right. Like, I think this is going to be like the new hot button thing. Like it's happened way too many times already. Once is already enough, but it's happened well, like three or four times now. Yeah. On different movies. And it's just something that, you know, safety should always be your number one concern. I don't care who you are or how much experience you have. Like, I don't know. I just got into a habit every time I was handed a weapon to open it up, make sure it's cleared. You know, if it wasn't, I would clear it myself and mm. then I would know. Right. You know what I mean? And then, and even then I would just habitually check it like all the time. Cause I didn't want an accident to happen. And there have been accidents that have happened, especially, you know, I, I've, I know of some myself, like when I was deployed, there was a huge accident that happened and, you know, it's uh, affected both people for the rest of their life. Right. Even if they weren't at fault, like they were just, you mm-hmm. know, put in a certain situation that. Well, you know, and it, it was, it was a case of two people being stupid, but at the same time. Oh, for your, yeah. But, but at the same time, it's, you know, there's people that have had what are called negligent discharges. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge, huge no-no in the army. Right. Mm-hmm. And, th- and basically what it is is like you accidentally fire a weapon when you're not intending to. Oh, boy. But um, it, it comes down to a safety thing and to an accountability thing. Like if you're – even if you're playing around with a with a gun and it's not loaded and you point it at somebody's head, you know, you're just being stupid. Like you have to right. – you have to act like that weapon is loaded at all times and that it's dangerous at all times. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is. It's it's not a, you know, it's it's not a rubber gun. Right. They knew they were playing around with a real fucking gun with a real with real bullets. Right. I mean, I think the the main point is here that the armor was very negligent, just mm-hmm. in my opinion. I don't think that. I think Alec Baldwin was putting their was putting his trust in somebody that handed him a weapon. Yep. And said it's okay, it's safe, and I don't think that there was at any point any fault on his end. No, I, I personally believe that. And if it comes out different, you know, hey, I'll retract that statement. But the only thing just, he could be in trouble with is he was—he's a producer of the film. He's one of the producers, and apparently they cut costs and stuff. And if they, you know, got a little loosey goosey yeah. with, but I don't think they would have with weaponry. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's one of those things that if they cut. If they cut corners and they rushed it and everything like that, then yeah, mistakes are going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you don't take your time to do it right, right. then mistakes are going to happen. But do I think that he was like, "Hey, there's a live round in here, ha ha, boom"? Yeah. No, I don't. You know, I don't think that at all. Well, that's the thing they were they were rehearsing, and a lot of people like, yeah. "Why did he shoot uh, into the camera?" Like, well, when you see a movie. That's what they do. That's what actors do. Yeah. Where do you think the little puffs of smoke and explosions come from? They right. come from live rounds. How do you how do you see the barrel, the gun barrel? Well, he's pointing it at the camera, and she is the cinematographer behind the camera, and they were rehearsing, and so that's what happened. All these people out there are saying he shouldn't have been fooling around and shooting it at people. Like he was doing his job. That's that's what they were doing. They were trying to get a great shot, and that's what people want to see. That's movie magic. Exactly. You know? So I just think a lot of people exactly. don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I mean, I definitely don't know much about weaponry, but movies like 
all the cool shit we see, well, like they have to point shit at the camera. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not going to see it. <laughs> you're not going to care. You know, it's just yeah, I silly. Mean, I hate to tell you guys. <laughs> I hate to tell you guys this, but, you know, if you watch Saving Private Ryan, they use both live and blank ammunition in that movie. Yeah, that it's was how they get the effects. Right. You know? Right. They, they can't just CGI that shit in. No. I mean, there's first of all, there's no way to do it. And second of all, there's, you know, you have to. You have to use some practical effects in movies like this. Right. And this isn't like a futuristic movie where he has a little laser gun and goes pew pew. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you have to you have to understand some of the context behind it. And yeah. I, I don't know. I just think canceling the guy the guy's got enough on his mind right now. He's gonna live that like, li- yeah, he's gonna live with that forever. Forever. Leave the guy yeah. Never go away. And that kid, you know, uh, you know, that that lady, you know, she had a family and, you know, they're going to suffer from it. And hopefully I, I know he's reached out and he's, he's gotten together with them. Like, I, you know, it's just, it's, it's tragic. It's very tragic. And he does not need people pointing fingers at him at this point. And I, I know he got, it was so stupid. He went trick or treating with his kids and he was smiling and people were criticizing him for that. It's like, what do you want? Do you want him just to, be motionless with his kids while they're doing things. Exactly. Like, he's a like, human being. They don't, you know, his kids don't probably don't know the full context of no. what's going on. He's probably trying to put on a brave face for them. Yeah. Which is commendable. But he's going through shit. I mean, that's guaranteed. He's definitely going you, through things. I mean, it's you not do that when you're a parent. You right. Don't. Absolutely. There's been times when I've been, you know, personally when I've been depressed and feeling like shit. Yeah. But I'm not going to act that way in front of my daughter. Right. He doesn't need to know that. You know, right, right, and he—I think he said that he doesn't even know if they'll finish the film. So, because they're still investigating, uh, a lot more crazy yeah. shit keeps coming out. I heard there's other scenes, other actors were actually shooting off real guns, not knowing themselves. So, there's so much to investigate still. And there yeah, is. I know he's just the big target because he's pissed people off, of course, with it, his well, antics and stuff, but it's just dumb. It's dumb. It's the wrong, wrong time to attack. Unfortunately, it's another, another case of internet cancel culture. Yeah. There's a lot of it. Yeah. He's very, he's a very vocal guy on Twitter. Right. He's been very like anti-gun and, you know, right. control stuff like that, which, you know, that's commendable. If that's the hill he wants to die on. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's intent and there's accident. Yeah. And he's never, he's, he's worked in the industry for what, 35, 40 years maybe. And yeah. he said and he's never fired a live gun ever. That's what he said. Yeah. So I mean, that had to be jarring itself. It's one of those things like wait for the investigation to finish up. Right. If he comes, if he comes out, you know, a month from now and says, yeah, I knew it was loaded. Like, you know, yeah, says, I killed like, her. Yeah, it was 100% my fault. Right. And I did it with intent. I hated her. And yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Too what, many. Yeah. Too many armchair. Right. Just let the professionals do their job and people just need to shut up exactly. and just think about what he's going through and the family. Like there's so many victims. It's a huge ripple effect. This armorer, if she is to blame, that's that ruins her life. And you know, everyone who knows her family. Yeah. I want to, I want to say this though. I don't know necessarily that there's only one person at fault. 
I, yeah, I think it was a, a lot of factors. I think, it's a combina- I think it's a combination of factors, yeah. But I think, yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately, it's probably going to come down to one person taking the hit for it. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately. In Hollywood. Yeah, but. just get a good lawyer because I think everyone's just going to be, you know, like, I'm not taking a hit for this. So, yeah, but, but what do you think, Megan, of this whole thing? Um, So I sort of quit following it because, you know, uh, following um, Bill's sentiments, it's it's something they have to still work out and public opinion will always be public opinion mm-hmm. and you're not going to change those people's ideas. And so I kind of just uh, quit, quit following that because at this point it's just speculation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I'll say this. You know, I don't know if it's a mentalist thing or if it's just a, um, you, you grow up in a house with medical professionals or um, maybe you have exposures to guns. But I mean, uh, same type of logic applies, you know, when I was growing up and I don't have, you know, I'm not in the army. I was, I didn't have anybody that I directly knew that that was in the military. But, you know, I was always taught from a very young age, you know, you don't, you a don't touch a gun and and if you happen to see one you don't point it at anybody and you you definitely don't even if it's empty there could be one in the chamber and so you still don't you know you just don't mess with it and so those were things that were always taught to me from a young age and so i guess i just thought that that was common but maybe it's not you know Mm -hmm. based off of speculation maybe it's just not something that everybody knows i don't know so yeah i agree yeah it's 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 a it's a weapon made to kill and you got to respect it and be careful yeah there's a lot of common sense that comes with handling any sort of weapon yeah i think you know even if it's a even if it's a kitchen knife i mean you don't like right you know point it away from you and like run towards somebody with it of course you're gonna get fucking hurt right right but i mean yeah it just common sense people yeah it's it's going to you know the brandon lee incident already affected hollywood with its precautions and this is going to I think just be a new take on using, you know, computer effects and uh, props just to, you know, pull the effect off and that'll be safe for everyone and they won't have to worry about that if they can pull it off. Um, If not, then they're going to be very, very, they're going to have to have what a group of people check the shit before it's used. You know, it's just going to have to be that way. Yeah. yeah, Can never get lazy with when it comes to that. That's just... (laughs) Yeah, no. It's it's the world of make believe. You don't want you don't want to actually harm people. Like you have to you have to be careful. And so yeah, this yeah. is a wake up call to a lot of people. I mean, if it wouldn't have happened now, it was going to happen sooner or later. Um, yeah, it's a tragic thing, and um, it, yeah, I really feel bad. I feel bad for everyone involved. But yeah, Alec Baldwin gets a lot of the hate and attention, and that's just something he's going to have to you know. That's going to affect him forever. Harry Potter, Chris Columbus, he did an article that he was the first director of the, of the first first Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you think about that, if, if you haven't seen it recently or if, if you if it's you know ingrained in your memory, you'll you'll see um, just how magical that first film was and, and like all of the things that that went into that he kind of uh, talked about his role that he played in that, how he got the film and then, you know, talked about some of the actors and and then why he left the first, 
after the first film, which I'm kind of glad, and I'm kind of glad that series or franchises do that anyways, so that you can get a new director and you mm-hmm. can get a new take based off of each film. I think that's super important. But he definitely was the stepping stone into that universe. If anybody is like a huge fan of the film, you've probably heard some of the things that he's talked about before as far as the casting of Daniel Radcliffe and how it wasn't originally going to be him. It was set to be Tom, but then when they brought him in and they brought all three of them together, they just really didn't want anybody else. A lot of that was talked about in a like a special edition DVD that you get with this that that kind of breaks down how they made the films and everything that went into that. And so a lot of that stuff is reflected in this article. Um, but he did talk about wanting to come and back and direct The Cursed Child, which I think would be great if they did choose to do a film adaption for that. And if they could get the cast to come back, I don't know like what their feelings are on coming back. You know, you get a lot of actors who when they do stuff when they're younger and they just kind of move on from that and they don't want to they don't want to come back to those roles because they feel like in a way that defines them. So I, I hope that um, that's something that gets talked about more and, and maybe they can work it out so that can be a film adaption because I would like to see those characters come back and reprise their roles. I can I see it happening. About that. Quick question I have about The Cursed Child. I know it was a play. Um, is it also, is there also a book adaptation of it? It was a play. Okay. Not a book, but it did come out in 2016. But you could adapt it to a film. It's been done so many times. um, I'm in Rent, a fan of the opera. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Les Miserables. Hairspray. Freddie got fingered. What concerns me with it is, oh my God. (laughs) You had to mention the worst film ever made. (laughs) Sorry. Continue. <laughs> oh God! I just missed, lost my train of thought. Thank you. The baby and the umbilical cord. And all that. okay, <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Okay. See, there you go. I do remember J.K. Rowling saying a long time ago, you know, because people wanted more. Because at the end of the final film, you see they're older, they have children of their own, yep. they're sending them off to Hogwarts for the first time, and so. I do remember J.K. Rowling, you know, saying at that time because people wanted to see what it, what what their lives are like as an adult, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Why well, wouldn't I wouldn't do that? Why would I do that? What is it going to be? Harry Potter goes to business school." So um, I do remember her, you know, saying that. But I don't know a lot about the cursed child, and I don't know what it entails. I'll probably have to look that up. So I mean, I think now, sure. given that it's years later, and she's had. They've all aged, um, you know, the actors. Yeah, and time to digest. I wouldn't see why why they wouldn't want to bring them back. Well, a lot so. of people don't like Fantastic Beasts, right? Like you, you as a fan of Harry Potter, yeah, you don't care for no. it, do you? No. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. I, I haven't seen it. Um, I've only seen the first one, but, but I, it was all right. The, uh, the people that I've talked to that are Harry Potter fans were like, no, it's not good like it, <laughs> it takes away all the magic of harry potter yeah it really does um i guess my my main thing is if they do make it into a movie is jk rowling going to be involved with it oh because she got canceled i, like... I don't think she was involved with the play was she um the thing that i looked at says that she was oh okay I think she, I, I think it's a t- in terms of how big of a role she plays. I, I think when they say she's involved, I don't think it means that she's heavily involved. 
No, it's probably maybe. she's like on on hand as a consult. Yeah. Yes. Like, no, Snape would have never said that. Kind of thing. <laughs> right. But, um, uh, yeah, I guess the the premise of the cursed child is kind of cool to me. Um, it's basically like one of Harry Potter's kids and one of Malfoy's kids become friends, and they're both in Slytherin. Oh. I don't know. It kind of deals with conflicts with that, but. But you know they'll want to make I, more, right? They'll want to make a new trilogy. So it's like, how uh, how are you going to do that? Because I can't see yeah, them being like, okay, one film. You know, they'll do The Hobbit. They'll make three films somehow. Well, I, and Severus Snape has a, a role in The Cursed Child. And so, you know, how would they do that knowing that Alan Rickman is no longer with us? And that really is oh, just, I right. couldn't imagine someone else being in that role. No. I mean, they did, they did uh, recast uh, Dumbledore though. So I know Alan Rickman was did. a bigger caliber actor, I guess, or that's, more presence, but yeah. That's the but thing But it was though, the like first Alan, film and it's hardly noticeable. Really? It, it really is. And Alan Rickman is such an iconic. I know. Like nobody has that drawl their voice and nobody has that presence yeah you know i mean even daniel radcliffe has said that he's like i couldn't you know when alan rickman passed away he's like there's never been anybody that i've worked with that had that kind of presence yeah both on and off screen oh he went to his place Um, like he he was oh yeah a good good person they became like good friends yeah throughout the production of it and i see it more of like if they continue on from the first child, I see it being more of like a Game of Thrones kind of thing, where the the on screen oh, adaptation yeah. outlives the books, yeah, or you know outpaces the books, so that like J.K. Rowling is going to come back three years later and be like, "Well, this is what I would have done, and I'm going to write a book to correct it." <laughs> and she's you know. actually done. She said that before. She has come and said, um, you know, taking things back based off of how she she wrote them. Or she'll say, you know, in her mind, so-and-so was supposed to have a relationship or there was supposed to be something. I can't remember the exact details. And then years later, she'll come back and be like, oh, no, that's not it. That's not true. So she does walk back a lot of her statements, which she always has. She does. And I think originally she wanted either originally or she either said originally or she would have changed it that she would have put uh, Harry and Hermione together. I did remember hearing that. Yeah. Instead of Harry and Ginny, because I'll, I'll be honest, like even the Ginny thing seemed kind of shoehorned to me, but she was always kind of in the background, like making goo goo eyes at him. And then all of a sudden, like they're together and yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I, I think like if they do it, ju- if they do the story justice, you know, and they adapt it from the play, but not make it like cats, you know, where it's just fucking ridiculous mm. then i'm all for it yeah i'd love to see more harry potter like i'd love to see the you know like harry is like the defense against the dark arts teacher or something i know he's like an aura or something like that um but yeah i mean i'd, I'd kind of like to see what they do with it yeah i think they're gonna need that to revitalize i mean they got the third Fantastic Beasts coming out, so maybe that'll be something. I don't know, but I think a lot of people are kind of giving up on that. It just feels like it anyway, and they need—they actually well, need Harry Potter to come back. What will they do? I see the actors coming back, but will they make a trilogy? Because you know they want to—they want to make the money, or will I they just do really a standalone film? I think they could just do a standalone I really, film. 
I really hope it's a standalone film. It doesn't put in two parts. A fucking eight part fucking movie. Right. It really doesn't. Right. It's a, you know, a three part, like a maybe a two part movie, like they did with Deathly Hollows. Mm -hmm. Because it is a lot. Right. It would be a lot. They could do that. To a two hour movie. Yeah. Of course. Hollywood will do as Hollywood does. All right. Recommendations. The Witcher season two. It is coming upon us. We're looking at next month. Sweet. So, yeah. Just want to throw that out there. That You've been waiting for that. for that. Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Is that how you, is it? Cavill. Cavill. I think it's Cavill. Cavill. Cavill? Whatever. I don't know. Superman. You know he actually addresses that. My in body double. So, Does he? Um, I just. Nobody gets I, it right apparently. I love the guy because he's such a freaking nerd. Yeah. Like he's a huge gamer too. He was a pudgy that's, that's dude awesome. back in the day too. Like and he he met Russell Crowe when he wanted to get into acting and God, he's just unbelievable yeah. this career. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard there was something going around that his nephew was being picked on or something because he said his uncle was Superman. So he actually took yep. his nephew yeah. to school one day. <laughs> yep. Yep, that came yeah. from his sister. Yeah. And he beat the shit out of yeah, those kids. No, I'm kidding. He didn't do that, but <laughs> <laughs> Um, but if you haven't seen season one, I really feel like you should because it is worth every episode. It is. It's on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Netflix. I don't watch a lot of Netflix, Netflix, just mostly because I don't have it right now. But Witcher season one is a video game nerd. Holy shit. That's a good show. Pulled it off. It's very, very, very bingeable, too. Awesome. You cannot, it's like whatever Lay's potato chips, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Slogan used to be, I dare you to eat just one. I dare you to watch just one episode and not stay up till 2.30 in the morning watching all of them. December 17th. So December 17th. Remember that. Down, Josh. It's coming. Yep. I got to catch up. I got to catch up. One of these days. I'm going to watch it. Promise. <laughs> I've seen the first episode. <sighs> I will. I will catch it. Okay. I want to recommend. Uh, we just lost uh, Dean Stockwell. Yes. Oh my God! Who played Al on Quantum Leap? And what a career! Yes. I this is weird. Okay, the night before he passed, my family and I just happened to watch Quantum Leap for the first time together. Oh and, really? Yeah. And so my wife was like, "Well, you can't just start it in the middle because it was like on like some channel." So I said, "Okay." Right. Um, well, we watched the pilot episode, and that night I was looking up Dean's uh, IMDb. And I found out he was a child star. Never knew that. That yeah. blew me away. I was like, oh, my God. Look at him. Little, little kid. He's, and he's had a very storied career. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Big, big range of as an actor. Like, you know, I, I knew him in Beverly Hills Cop 2. Um, I watched the mm-hmm. some of the old Dune just recently. He's in that. I mean, he's been all over the place. Great, great actor. And him as Al was amazing like that show is that i recommend that show quantum leap that's my recommendation um that um great show yeah fucking awesome show um i would say that was my first uh that was my first introduction into him yeah as an actor and i remember watching sitting down to watch every single episode every night you know every week with oh, my family man. it got you man and, the feels uh, that music it, and shit oh jesus it did, and there was there was some episodes that were silly. There were some yeah. that were just, you know, just hit you right in the feelings. Right. Like, um. But yeah, he's had 
Man, he was in Battlestar Galactica. He was yeah, the revised version, right? The early two thousands, I believe. All kinds of yep, stuff, man. Yep, he was in a lot, and him and yeah, Bakula yeah. shared the screen again on Star Trek Enterprise. So there was an episode he was on yes. with that, and I think they were pretty good friends. Yeah. Um, Bakula said he definitely made him a a better person. Yeah, definitely. I guess he was um, an artist and a big family guy. Sad to know all this now. I wish I knew before you know but no but that's what happens if if you're ever looking for a classic tv show that is leagues above the drama that's on tv now yeah watch quantum leap oh my Especially god if you're into sci-fi stuff because it was man even the last episode where, and i'm spoiling a little bit here but sam could have went home mm-hmm. but he chose to go back and Ugh. it was something like he he went back to like Tell Al's, Al. yep. Tell his, uh, because that's what happened. Uh, this is a spoiler. Maybe I'll take it out. He was captured in Vietnam, and by the time he got yes, back, they thought he was, was dead. His wife, or his girlfriend, or wife moved dead. on, right? Or she died. Yeah, maybe she died. Um, I can't she, remember. Either way, it was like he went back, and he was like, "Hang on, Al's still alive." Yeah, and yeah. That like, that was like his way of repaying Al for all of his sacrifices throughout the years, and. Oh, just... I think Al, when Al was like kind of a holographic like guide, right throughout the series, and he was actually he was actually like back home, and Sam's like whole thing was trying to get back home, and I think he even accomplished that a couple times. Yeah, there was some there was episodes like, where they switched. I think there was one episode they switched, but then like he he still had more stuff to do, so he was like, oh, yeah, I don't know, Scott, if you ever want to see scott Bakula at his best mm-hmm. then watch quantum leap that was our it's first introduction to him this show yeah he played dr sam beckett he developed time travel basically the quantum leap effect al was his yeah. um military advisor i believe and uh mm-hmm. yeah he was able to once sam just decided i think just got blown away by by the success i guess of launching the the, the mechanism whatever he jumped into the mm-hmm. chamber and vanished and it just goes into in, the intro music's great uh but yeah he embodies all these historical people i mean not even known historical people but throughout his his timeline he leaps into other people and he basically writes the wrongs they never really explained if it was uh like a like a, a god controlling his leaps or something else. It kind of lets you decide, mm-hmm. I think, in a way, um, from what my memory, but powerful show. You hear old guys, <laughs> and I I say old guys kind of laughing yeah. because, you know, I'm about to turn 40, but you hear old guys like always saying, like, oh, they don't make them like they used to. Yeah. This is one of those shows that will prove that to you. Oh yeah, they don't they don't make shows like this anymore. No, no, but there it's was a, talks of a revival. Scott Bakula said this himself, and there, I don't. They could do it still. There was talks of it. Um, it's it's kind of like one of those things. Like it it'd be nice, mm-hmm. but is it needed? Right. You know, I don't. It, I don't think it's going to serve the the lore of the show or the impact of the show. But yeah. Adding more to it, I think we have just enough. Right. I think the only way they could do it is maybe if he had a son or a daughter, somebody try to take his place. Yeah. 
maybe you could do it. Or like try and find a way to bring him back home. Like right. And after him. And the effects of the finale, we don't even know yeah. if Al would even be but, in the uh, picture if he was still alive because that changed his, his, his path probably because. Yeah. You know, he, I think they said he got married and had lots of kids because he was like a womanizer, but that's because he just, he lost his perfect mate. You know, he yeah, never he lost settled his life. So he was just like, yeah, okay, I'm just gonna, I don't know if there's any streaming services currently that are playing it, but if you really I think Netflix has it, maybe. Yeah. Netflix maybe has it. Um, just see it. I mean, I yeah. think you can even get, I think you can even get the entire series at like Walmart for less than $50. Do it. Yeah. It's like, worth and it. I, and I don't mean to say that by yeah. diminishing how good this series is. Yeah. It's one of those things that like, you've heard of like the thousand movies you should see before you die. This is a series you yeah. should see before you die. It's good. It's really good. There's even times where he goes back and he's like, interacts with a historical figure and he's like, I could do this and prevent world war two, but that's not the reason why he's there. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right. That, it, I'm using that as an example, but if you can find some way to watch it, very much do so. And if you have like a, if you're a younger person and you have a parent that watched it when it was on air, mm-hmm. sit down and watch it with them because it will bring yeah. back so much nostalgia for them as well. Yeah, it, it was a good show to watch with the family. That's for sure. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. It is coming out very soon, I think, believe on the 24th of november um there's a trailer out there it's going to be more faithful to the video games than the wes anderson version so there's no mila jovovich in this damn it thank god (laughs) um but the the settings from the game they show in the trailer looks phenomenal awesome it's it it looks it's a resident evil fans wet dream (laughs) oh good Good. Go check it out. Go awesome. check it out. Definitely. Um, November is going to be a busy month for me because I'm going to go see Ghostbusters, as we mentioned before. Hell yeah! And then I'm definitely going to go see Resident Evil when it comes out. So awesome. That would definitely. Uh, I definitely recommend that. Um, also, if you want to get caught up real quick on the Disney Day stuff for Marvel um, on Disney Plus, if you have a subscription to it, there's about a 14 minute video under the Marvel section that highlights all of the new stuff that's coming up. So definitely check that out. If you want to get caught up on it real quick, fast and in a hurry and see all the new properties coming out. Five, one, five gaming. I just finished recording control. It's been, Oh my God, it's been a slog to get through, but I'm hoping to get that edited and out as soon as possible. The next episode of it will be the final episode. I've got about, eight hours of footage to go through and it's probably going to compress into about a 30 minute video. Wow. All said and done. I'm going to be done with that soon. I'm going to be looking forward to doing some more streaming in the future. So keep an eye on that. Facebook.com slash five one five gaming or YouTube.com and look up five one five gaming with the parentheses around the five one five. Yes. More things to come. So absolutely. Yay. Fantastic, man. That's great. Yeah, I love your channel. And uh, yeah, we'll always, always be happy to share it with people. Uh, yeah, they need to check that out. And uh, of course, check out fueldygeeks.com. Uh, we're everywhere you can listen to podcasts. We're on YouTube as well. So yeah, 515 Gaming, Field of Geeks, 
lot of great content there. Keep you busy for a while. So, and more is coming always. So with that said, we'll be back next time. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. And I'm Megan. (laughs) Hey, it sounds just like her. (laughs) Take care, everyone. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Bye.